no matter what you're doing in life, change is only going to happen when you start to push yourself. And I'm going to give you an example everybody can think about. When I was playing baseball when I was a little kid, if all I was doing was going up through the levels and I was facing pitchers that were throwing the exact same speed, I probably would have crushed it. But pitchers were throwing harder. I was getting better as a hitter. So there was a mutual growth in youth sports or sports in general, where everybody gets better as they're aging, as they're progressing. And it's interesting. I remember my first professional at bat. Uh, It was one of the moments where I'll never forget this. We're playing in Martinsville, Virginia against the Astros minor league club. And this kid from the Dominican Republic throws a 96 or 97 mile an hour fastball. And I could barely see it. Now, the fastest I'd ever faced in college was 91. And the difference between 91 and 97 is substantial, even though it's only six miles an hour. And I couldn't, I, I couldn't see it. I really couldn't. And I remember talking to my roommate who played in the big leagues for seven years. And I asked him and I said, dude, how did you do it, man? Like you faced guys throwing a hundred and you've crushed them. He said, as you progress, as you get, as you get more experience, the ball slows down. And I was like, how is that even possible? He goes, it just does. So I started thinking back and I said, well, it makes sense. I started thinking back to my younger days where, you know, there was always that quote unquote, really hard pitcher. And I would, you know, maybe struggle at the beginning, but then over a while you start hitting it and you start hitting it and you start hitting it. And I always felt like I was a little ahead of the pitchers at most levels until I got to the minor leagues. Now with the caveat, um, a lot of times they didn't know where the ball was going. So it was very difficult for a guy like me in college that pitchers used to pitch me the same. It was always away. And then I get to the minors and pitchers don't even know where the ball is going. Sometimes these kids are 19, 20, 21, and they're just trying to throw the ball as hard as they can and hope that it gets across the plate. And that was very difficult for me. But using this analogy in your professional, in your sales world, are you pushing yourself? Are you trying to get to the next level or are you just staying in your comfort zone? Growth is only going to happen when you push yourself past your comfort zone. There's no other way to grow. And there's a lot of things recently I have been doing to push myself past the comfort zone. So I was talking to a buddy last week and he said, hey, I see you haven't been on LinkedIn in a while. And I said, I haven't. I said, and there's a reason for that. And it is, I'm in a different stage of what I coach. So I hope you don't think I'm being hypocritical, okay? (laughs) But I have, I always preach, just get out there, just do something, just do anything. However, I was spinning my wheels, trying to balance everything that I was doing from my coaching to my speaking business that is starting to take off to my uh, B2B consulting that has started to take off and being a father. Also, all the entrepreneurial things, other entrepreneurial things I'm doing, opening a fran- opening a franchise, first store, we're working on the lease right now. And that's a whole nother can of worms that I'm dealing with. But I'm doing all of these things. And I realized my processes were horrendous because they weren't built to scale. And if you've listened to this program before, you know that I talk about building processes to scale. Now, I have never done this before. So what I did was I practiced what I preach. I found a program 
and I hired a consultant um, to do a kind of boot camp. A um, basically what it turned out to be was a six week boot camp with uh, three straight days of six hours. So it's eighteen hours one week, and then it's going to be six weeks of of training, and then action steps, etc. So I practice what I preach and that takes a lot of time. And what I realized was going through this and talking with other people very similar to me, that I was not building the right processes. I was working in my marketing. If you want to talk about LinkedIn post, I wasn't working on it and it was, it was, it was grind. And I'll be honest, I was really tired <laughs> and really tired and it's starting to burn out. And it was just kind of, you know, you sometimes you look around and I don't have any coworkers and I work from home and I start looking around and all of a sudden my office started getting smaller and smaller. And I use the word office in air quotes, because if you've listened to the podcast, you know, it's my, I call it the man cove, not a man cave, man cove. I have a little section of our bonus room upstairs. That's not loaded with our kids' toys and et cetera. I realized that I was just, the walls were coming in on me. Um, and I just needed to have a break. I just needed to have a mental break and it wasn't a break for breaks sake. And I want to make sure that's important. I wasn't just taking time off for the sake of just taking time off from social media. This whole time I've been working on my website. I've been working on um, with my clients. I've been working on businesses, but I'm also working on my skill set. I'm also developing my skill and there's just so much bandwidth to go around. Now I was talking with a couple other buddies of mine who are also kind of in the consulting, but kind of in a different realm and they have their stuff already kind of figured out and there's certain things that they want to do and I want to do more. And um, I'm very interested in lots of projects. I always have been, I've never been kind of all in on just one single thing. That's not how my mind operates. That could be a detriment, but I see that as a positive because that allows me to do multiple streams of income. It allows me to tap into my creative side and it keeps me motivated on a daily basis. If I'm just solely doing one thing, I feel like I lose myself a little bit. And so if you're listening right now and you think to yourself, wow, that sounds a lot like me, it is harder. It is much harder to do multiple things than it is just to be great at one. What I don't want to be is I don't want to be a jack of all trades, good at a lot of stuff and not great at something. So that takes time. Being great takes time, but you have to push yourself. Again, it comes back to the central theme of this episode. You have to push yourself in order to grow, period. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And so that's what I'm doing right now is I'm pushing myself to get better. I'm pushing myself to growing. And a lot of that's going to be getting out of my comfort zone. And I, there's a lot of things that I'm doing. I'm, I've had conferences that I'm signed up for that I'm going to a marketing conference and it's a social media marketing conference. And I'm going to be learning about the platforms and I'm going to be learning all of the things that these big creators know. And I'm going to have opportunities to ask them questions. And I'm very excited about that because you can kind of look at YouTube videos and you can, you can read books, but unless you have somebody who's in it in the thick of it, 
you need to kind of scrape as much knowledge as you can. And that's how you grow. You get out, get outside your comfort zone. In fact, it's interesting. Um, before I go to that conference, I've been getting emails. Like I look at all these people that are going and there's hundreds of people going to this conference and everybody's in social media marketing. Everybody has marketing companies and you got the, then you got me and I am not a marketing company. I just want to learn from the best and I want to soak up and I want to absorb. I want to be like a sponge because I believe that is the only way that I'm going to be able to do things like multi-platform, omnipresent, omni-channel kind of messaging to my particular clients, the people that I want to help, as opposed to just post here, post there, do this on this uh, automation software. It's just, it's too much. And so, um, I have had a couple of people say, Hey, you know, I haven't seen you like tumbleweeds on your page on LinkedIn in a while. I'm just, I'm recalibrating. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm dumping out my bucket and I'm going to start building it back up again with new processes and new systems, because you know why there's new information. And what I'm doing is not a final product. A lot of you that are listening right now, you're kind of in that boat where you kind of, if you're selling a product or service, it's that's established you have a set kind of market. What I mean by that is if you're selling, let's say a pharmaceutical product to dermatologists, you already know who your target audience is going to be. It's going to be dermatologists. Now within that subset, you're going to want to identify your ideal customers. Okay. You want to uh, figure out your targets, your dream 100 or your dream 125. You're going to want to write those down and you're going to want to focus on those people and have a, a method to the madness. Why are you focusing on those people? Okay. And then you want to find out where they are. So there, it, there's a little bit of stability in that, but right now I kind of feel like I'm in uncharted territories, you know, podcasting, um, currently starting to write my book. I've got speaking engagements booking up. I've got workshops and webinars that are booking up. Um, there's just a lot going on. I've got coaching clients and, you know, I'm trying to get my website out there and that's, so I'm working on the website. I'm coaching people. I am communicating back and forth with companies as far as setting up these boot camps, these workshops. I'm also setting up for, um, speaking engagements and practicing, um, you know, my speeches, which if you've, if you have listened to me, uh, for a while, the podcast is extremely raw. And so I don't like to spend a lot of time on preparing anything except for the topic. And then I just want to extract the information from my brain. So doing a speech and, and giving a topic is a lot more structured and a lot more formal. And that's a lot more like my sales process. So if you're listening to the podcast and then you see me speak, it might sound like it's two different types of people, but it's not. Um, it's a lot less off the cuff. It is going to be more rehearsed, but Again, it just takes a little bit of time. So with that said, I you know, I appreciate you listening to the you know ramblings, but um just know that you know every single person goes through discovery of what they need to do in their career and in their business. Okay. But no matter what it is, you have to have that growth mentality and that growth mindset. That is the only way you are going to make impact and you are going to make change. You can't do that if you're just happy and content to where you are. 
shoot for the moon. You may fall short, but if you are content to where you are today, you have already failed. Thank you so much. Really do appreciate it. Reach out, Mike, at Surviving Outside Sales. Any questions, recommendations, et cetera, as far as guests? Um, I am running coaching program. I am running one-on-one coaching program. If you're interested, please reach out to me, Mike, at Surviving Outside Sales. The website, March 20th, so it's right around the corner, is going to go live. Um and very excited about that. That'll be the, the hub for all the information, um, hub for the podcast, et cetera. So thank you so much. Really do appreciate it and hope you have a great rest of your day. We'll see you tomorrow. Surviving Outside Sales. Bye-bye.